This is Bria Barthel for Hudson Mohawk Magazine, and I'm back once again for my monthly uh, interactions with people at Troy Public Library. Ian Houck has moved on to other uh, location, but the new head of Adult Services and Reference Services is with me, Christiane Jabot. Christiane, welcome to Hudson Mohawk Magazine. Hi, thank you for inviting me. And tell us a little bit about yourself. You said you started here just a few weeks ago? Yes, my first day was on January 23rd, and I think that was a Tuesday, and I've been um, coming in every day ever since, so trying to still get my job under my belt. Uh, I'm still in training, things like that, but uh, having a great time. But you, you mentioned that you were at Cahoe's library before this, so you're not new to libraries, just new to Troy. Correct. I obtained my library degree in August of 2020 uh, during the COVID <laughs> pandemic, and uh, I had been uh, interning at the Cohoes Public Library, so I obtained a position there and worked there for three years, and then um, this position came up, and so I applied for it, and here I am. So, Had they warned you that you'd, you might get suckered into doing monthly book reviews for the radio? Absolutely not. <laughs> But that's okay. <laughs> well, it looks like you've got some interesting books and that you're on top of this. So tell us, what book do you want to talk about first? I wanted to talk about The Con Queen of Hollywood, The Hunt for an Evil Genius to start with. Uh, the reason being is that one of our displays this month is called Valen Crimes. And so we're focusing on different crimes, criminals, and stuff through the month of February, a little take on the Valentine theme. Uh, they're not necessarily all, you know, crimes of passion or anything, but... This book struck me as rather interesting. Uh, it's a journalist by the name of uh, Scott C. Johnson who uh, wrote about this uh, particular uh, con queen um, in the, uh, what was it, the journal that he was writing in, The Hollywood Reporter, and uh, basically he just kept doing research and research and then finally met with the con artist uh, who had basically uh, pretended to be different um, notable people or relations to notable people and uh, basically just got money from hundreds of people and just uh, ripped them off, basically. So a very interesting story. And this is a true story. It says it's a memoir? It's a true story. Yep, absolutely. What time period was this queen conning people in? Uh, I actually haven't read the book, so you've caught me on that, which is perfect, perfectly fine. Uh, but it did come out uh, in 23, I believe, and so it's a fairly recent book. And so I just thought it would be a wonderful, um, you know, for those who are into Hollywood, we've got the, you know, Oscars coming soon, things like that. And um, just, you know, just kind of a cool little, little story. A true story, that is. Very cool. And it starts out the author's note, in the spring of 2018, I received a tip about a case of identity theft in Hollywood, an imposter was running amok around town, co-opting the identities of prominent female executives. Looks very interesting. Thanks for calling it to our attention. Absolutely. I noticed uh, um, that there was a quote about it, which I thought was wonderful, was engrossing as anything by Agatha Christie, an unset as unsettling a novel as a Stephen King, and reported with vigorous empathy that leaves Truman Capote in the dust. I just thought that was just so well written. I had to, I had to put that in there. <laughs> and the theme is Valen Crimes? What was yes. the... 
I don't know what the thought was behind it because uh, the staff that works here in the reference department, we have four other people, um, basically do different displays in the library and it was preset. And I think some people, you know, every year around Christmas, we do cookies and baking displays and then it's spring, it's gardening and things like that. And I think it was just a chance to do something a little bit different. So th that's probably where it came from. Okay, so you're setting your your mark on Val on a Troy Public Library. Yes, yes, I think that's true. <laughs> so terrific. And the next one. So the next one that we have is called Outsider Stories of Growing Up Black in, in the Adirondacks. Uh, it's by a local author, Alice Payden Green. And it was just brought to my attention today by uh, a, someone who does all of our cataloging that we just received it. It's just been added. And it's essentially um, began with uh, a community conversation in Witherby uh, in the Adirondacks with the small hamlet community. And um, you know people were just talking about race relations and she thought it might be, well, not she thought, she realized that writing a book about her experiences would be good. Uh, so it's basically about um, the Adirondacks in the 1950s and 60s, and the premise is, you know, whether blacks are in that area are considered still outsiders or whether they're uh, welcome with open arms um, by the white community because the Adirondacks are prominently white. So my thinking was that uh, sometimes with the Black Lives Movement or even civil rights, we often see images of things happening in large cities and all this, you know, commotion and, and, and stuff that sometimes things happen in a smaller area as well. And it might uh, give us a different perspective, you know, something a little bit more personal uh, since many of us will go to the Adirondacks to enjoy the hikes and, you know, all the activities there. So. And the name threw me for a moment, Alice Payden Green, but it is indeed the Alice Green of the Center for Law and Justice. I hadn't realized she wrote a book on this, so thank you for for introducing me to yet another interesting book. So that's Outsider Stories of Growing Up Black in the Adirondacks. And the third book? The third book we have is The Parrot and the Igloo, uh, Climate and the Science of Denial. So that's by New York Times bestselling author David Lipsky. Uh, and basically, uh, you know, it's, it's a documentation of the last 70 years of denying climate science, which we've known about since the 50s, and how, you know, you can look at different um, things happening in our times that pretty much as of 21, 19 of the 20 hottest years on record have been since 2000. So ultimately, how much can we continue to deny, you know, what's going on? So it's basically, there's some humor in there, but ultimately it's about, you know, from his perspective anyway, the truth of everything. There was a comment I heard, I don't remember who said it, but they were talking about uh, when they were saying that last year was the hottest year on record. They said they hoped that the hottest year on record would not be the coldest year on record that their kids knew. Right, exactly, yeah. Okay, so that's The Parrot and the Igloo, Climate and the Science of Denial by David Lipsky. And you've got another one? I do. Uh, so ultimately, uh, Valentine's Day or February, we tend to talk about couples and coupling and you know all the wonderful things that happen with that. But I thought it might be a nice idea to focus on the love of friends and friendship. So Robin Carr came out with a book called The Friendship Club. And uh, it's basically... 
uh, women of an older age, uh, 50s or more, uh, they're either widowed, divorced, or what have you, and uh, ultimately they're kind of back in the modern romance game. It's a different game than what they used to play, and just the struggles and all that, but ultimately they have each other to support each other during the low times or the high times, and I just thought that that was a wonderful thing that, you know, it's love is is a is an, a verb it's an action so we can love many people and so valentine's day you know if you're going to celebrate you know buy chocolates or flowers or write a poem for anybody that you want and it doesn't have to be the romantic love that we associate with so we don't want to diminish that but you know let's work on um you know friendships so as a lifelong single person i appreciate that selection and then one more? Yes, just the last one I have. Uh, it's a Thomas Perry novel called Hero. Uh, it's basically a cat and mouse kind of story. So if you like that, I thought I would throw in a little bit of, um, you know, a mystery type type novel uh, because mysteries are wonderful, like history is wonderful. And so ultimately, this is a woman who's a security guard who basically foils a robbery and then she has a mob boss going after her and then her boss gets shot instead of her so she loses her contract and all these things happen and so it's, it's one of those stories that you know is she going to make it is she not going to make it you know kind of thing and I just love those uh, it got a star review so I thought you know I'd throw it in there for something a little bit fun for those of you not interested in nonfiction, not interested in you know some of the romance stuff but uh, something a little bit more you know challenging and engaging so and it looks like these are all pretty recent books. Yes. Uh, all the books uh, pretty much are in uh, 2023. I believe one or two might be from 2024. So we're just starting to catalog many of the books that we ordered at the end of the year. So um, many things will be coming out. We definitely have a lot of romance if you're interested. We definitely have a lot of uh, things that are out there that celebrate uh, Black History Month and the civil rights movement and all that. So if you're, you know, depending on what you want, we have a variety of different things. So Great. And thank you so much. That again is Christiane Gibault, the new head of adult services and reference services at Troy Public Library. Stop by and say hello to her. She's delightful to talk with. And it looks like she, she can recommend lots of other types of books too. And uh, tell her you heard it on Hudson Mohawk Magazine. This is Bria Barthel. Great talking with you, Christiane. Thank you so much for the opportunity.